Hello, this is another episode of On the Floor with Wayne Highlander, and I'm National Sales Manager at Bone Adhesives. And I'm Rob Johnson from Bona Training. How you doing this morning, Rob? Pretty good. Pretty good. How you doing? I'm holding up pretty well, all things considered. Oh, what you been doing during the break? Um, well, I uh, started working on my floor. I got one more floor to do in my uh, in my my house. Um, what's the name? Uh, I have uh, Rob John or Rob Johnson. Uh, Jeremiah Strong is is uh, in, he and I are working on it together. He's a great help, man. So um, I'm getting concerned though. And why is that? Well, you know, I like I like an understated floor. You know, not too much going on. You know, um, you know, just real kind of you know, classy looking floor. That is to, that has got to be one of the biggest lies I think I've ever heard you say. It, no, it's true. In, I in I, my I, life. You made I, a floor I, with a log and a snake and the fish <laughs> and the eagle. Is that understated to you? Well, I'm. I'm I'm going off the reservation, man. I, I'm, I, it's getting fancier and fancier, and uh, and especially with Jeremiah's input, I think maybe the two of us aren't good for each other. But um, you, you ever you ever drive down like a drive down the road and see, you know, it's just an average two three bedroom homes. Maybe they're all brick houses, you know, lower class, middle class, you know, somewhere in that range. And you drive down the road, and every house this is the same. Twelve hundred square feet. Brick houses, you know, maybe there's a gate outside or what have you. And then you roll across one and you see a big elaborate brick archway with, you know, 30, 30 inches deep and, the, you know, bricks and the fancy formations out front and like over the top statues and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and you can tell that the guy who lives there must be a brick mason. Yeah. You know, this is his chance to, you know, this is his chance, yeah. man. He's going to show the world. He's, you know, this guy's a craftsman and, uh, and does it fit in with everything else? That's not that. That's not the point. The point is, he's the man. He's a brick mason. He's got talent, and he's going to show it. Listen, if you ever come out to Albany, I'm going to drive you over to a guy that is that did exactly what you're talking about. We did floors for this creek guy, and he's a he's a he's a brick guy, just like you were saying. His house is unbelievable. Statues with the water coming out in the yes. front and everything. Yes. It's just the most classic Greek brick house mm -hmm. you've ever seen in your life. This guy <laughs> is the absolute perfect guy, and his house is awesome. I loved it. Uh, I'm afraid I'm heading that direction with my floor. <laughs> and I can't stop myself. I say I like a nice, understated, like real, like just a nice, classy touch of a, you know, real something small, you know, really intricate, whatever, you know, just yeah. a little, little touch, a little detail. And I'm going farther and farther and farther away from that. So my wife doesn't even want to, I, I say, well, um, what do you think about this? She goes, Wayne, I don't even want to know anymore. Just tell you, just do whatever you're going to do and just let me know when I can walk on it because it is, um, it's going that direction. How much further you got to go? Oh, so far, so, so long. You can't, I, I don't even want to know. I mean, I got the weekends to do it. We spent all, Jerry spent the night in my house Saturday and Sunday and we worked on it all day, Saturday, all day, Sunday. And then, uh, you know, it's been all weekends and uh, we've got more. I'm like, the whole fishing season has gone for me this year. It'll be on my floor. And you remember when you did floors, Rob? And, and you know, sometimes you would go to lunch and sometimes you won't go to lunch, right? You get busy or maybe sometimes you'll just have a sandwich while you're, you know, answering phone calls and what have you. Or sometimes you do go to lunch. But you ever go to lunch one time and you eat way too much? 
You know what I mean? You, like you go to a Mexican restaurant, you sit down and it's just getting good to you, man. And you, you, you know, you got to go back and get on that edger, but the food is good and you just can't stop yourself and you have a great lunch. And then you go back to, to work and you bend over in that edger and you regret it instantly. After you don't do floors anymore and you, you, you gain weight and uh, it's like, it's like you did that, but you doubled down on the lunch. You ate two of those lunches and then went back to work. So now when you've been, I'm just, you're just big, man. You know what I mean? You just don't move like you did. You're clumsy. You're, 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 you're awkward. You're not in tune. You're just, it's, it's miserable. Is what it is. <laughs> so no Chinese buffets for lunch. No, no, no Chinese buffets. No, it's like, it's like I went to the best, biggest Mexican restaurant I, for lunch. And then I just, did it twice. And uh, so it's, yeah. It's you made bad. the same mistake twice. Yeah. Hmm. I can't find my pencil anymore. You know, I, I, I don't know what, it, I don't have my tools. I'm like, I don't have my, I can never find my tape, tape measure. I'm, uh, it's just not me, man. And it's just, uh, it's uncomfortable. So, but. Well, anybody who's worked with me for a while knows the answer to this question. Every time I look around, where's my pencil? It's on the windowsill. Where's the hammer that's on the windowsill? Where's, where's, where are my glasses on the windowsill? Everything is always on the windowsill. And I never remember that I put it there. Years that- and years and years of that. <laughs> All right, Rob. So what are we going to talk about today? Uh, it's funny. I was talking to my son over the weekend and I thought, nah, this could be a pretty good talk- topic to talk about. And it's kind of, uh, the new norm in doing business in the COVID times. Yeah, different, uh, different game and start. People are starting to get back to work. Well, um, it's crazy part when I was uh, talking to him Sunday. It was his son's birthday, and we went over and had a COVID birthday party. Everybody was 10, 12 feet away, but um, outside. And he said to me, "You would not believe the calls I'm getting." He goes, "I am swamped." So I said, "So." How are you doing that? How are you, you know, how are you doing estimates and everything? That's got to be a completely new thing about walking into a stranger's house. I mean, we, we don't even walk into your house. Mm-hmm. What's it going to be like going into a stranger's house? Yeah. So these are a bunch of the things that we had, we talked about. Um, you know, one of the first things he was saying is masking gloves. He offers that to the customers if they don't have it, masking gloves. And personally, I think, Everybody wearing a mask shows respect, shows respect for you and your family. And it also shows respect for me and my family. You know, it's not just a, a one, one way street on some of that. I think too, some of the people that spread the virus didn't even know they had it. So I think that's why everybody's got to have a mask, but offering up, I think offering it up before the estimate starts shows the people, Hey, this guy really does care, you know, there, a lot of it might seem unnecessary, but personally, I was thinking too, if a customer thinks you care this much about health and safety, this is the kind of guy they want doing their floors. They're going to think, Hey, you know, if the guy cares this much about that, think of how good a, a job that I can expect. It reminds me, you know, I was in Seven Eleven uh, one day last week and, and, and this is a pet peeve of mine. And it was always a pet peeve of mine. It is 10 times more a pet peeve of mine since this COVID-19 thing happened. 
why does the guy behind the clerk, you, you put your Coke, your can, of, your can of Coke on the counter, and he's got, you know he's got to scan it, right? Why does he have to put his grubby paws all over where you're going to put your mouth? Like, you know, the bottom of the can was where he, he should put his hands, right? He or she, you know what I mean? That's where the hands go, not where I'm going to put my mouth. You know what I mean? No, I know exactly what you mean. Well, I mean, why isn't that like a national rule? I mean, you would think that someone would get up there and say, by the way, you know, the, now that I'm the, the health doctor for America, what have you, a nice thing to do if you're working behind one of these counters, that when you go to ring up people's food, you don't put your hand where the man's going to put his mouth. You know, there should be like a red line, like a quarter, a quarter way up the can from the bottom, that that's where your hand goes. Am I asking too much? No, no. Matter of fact, I'm going to give you my brother's phone number. You need to talk to him. Yeah. Is it, does he do that? Oh, oh, no. No, he's just kicked out of a Dunkin' Donuts. He is banned from a Dunkin' Donuts. Nice. Because he ordered three large coffees. The lady took the cups and put all three cups in one hand, her fingers inside of the cup. Oh. And then poured the coffee, you know, made the coffee. But you know what I mean? She picked the yeah. three empty cups yeah. up with her with her hand, her fingers. Yeah. yeah. So I would do that my last day on the job. <laughs> so he saw her do it. She put the coffees down in front of him. He says, can you make me three more now that you don't put your fingers in? Yeah. And she's like, I didn't put my fingers in. He's like, of course you put your fingers in. I saw you do it. So they got into an argument. So he smashes the coffees over on the counter and said, now get me three more cups of coffee. And he's, uh, he, yeah, he's. No longer allowed in, huh? You know what? He won that battle, but that man's going to want them donuts, and he's going to have to pass that store. And he's gonna, it's going to hurt him every time because he's really going to want them Dunkin' Donuts and that coffee. But, you know, he won the battle. He was, you know, I mean, you know, he said. The good thing is where we live, there's the Dunkin' Donuts in every corner. So. It's, it's not bad. It's not like down south where there might only be one or two. I mean, there's, there's probably 26 Dunkin' Donuts in the town we live in. They're everywhere. In that case, he needs to call her every time he orders Dunkin' Donuts from the other place. Just so you know, I'm just leaving Dunkin' Donuts over on the over 5th and, and, and Washington Street with my, with my stuff that I used to buy from you every morning. Where they didn't put, put their, their fingers, fingers in the cup. My cup. Exactly. Exactly. You know, what I, you know what I was thinking, Rob? Uh, I think it would be, it would make a lot of sense to put your customers at ease if, um, you know, on the phone call, you get this out right away. Say, listen, we want to know, we have our own set rules for our company, but what would make you the most, the most comfortable for us coming in your home? What's, what is the best scenario for you? What does that look like? We come in and we have gloves oh, on, I like we have masks on, you know what I mean? Yeah, I like this that. Is our, what is our company policy? Our company policy is what, what, what do you want? Okay. Right. Because my guys have to do such and such. We test for temperature that nobody's sick. Uh, we make it a very easy policy. If there's, if you're not feeling good, don't come in. Uh, we have a tight knit crew. Um, but uh, what are your family rules that would make you the most comfortable? No, good idea. Uh, another one that we had talked about, you know, he leaves behind the bona brochures about green guard certification and everything. Yep. Everything is sanitized, puts it in a Ziploc bag, sanitizes that bag before he gives it to the homeowner and tells, you know, tells everybody exactly what he had done. So they don't have to be thinking about, because I, I know Pauline, when she gets the mail or gets a package, everything is sprayed and wiped down and everything. So 
up here in New York, it's a, I know some people, you know, some of the listeners are going to think, geez, they're really insane, but New York's kind of a hotbed. Yeah. I mean, um, no, I get it. Less than 10 miles from our house, we have a, a nursing home. It has 200 beds and 118 of the people have the, have the COVID. So, yeah. you know, it's kind of a hotbed around here. So everybody is kind of freaking out about no that. i think and i think it's a great idea and it's legit he's actually doing that he's not licking each page before he does it well you know it's what we tell people right? <laughs> <laughs> now you see if if it was me yeah I, i'd be like oh hell yeah yeah this is uh yeah this has all been wiped down this is all good right yeah that would be me and of course yeah. you know whether it did uh, or not uh, he's different he's he that really kid, does follow his he really does follow his that family. kid's got some high standards man i know that about him oh my god yes yeah. he's he's uh he's one of those perfectionists he is i don't know where that came from didn't come from me not not an old grinder so uh keep windows open in the truck for sanitizer ziploc to dispose anything so explain that one to me so what he told me is when he gets done with the estimate you know, because he's been in somebody's house, he takes off the mask, the gloves, puts it in that Ziploc bag, and then the hand sanitizer's right there. That way he's not grabbing the handle of the truck or, you know, mm -hmm. whatever. I didn't ask him about rain or anything, but. Yeah. And that's protect his own family when he comes home for. Uh... Yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. Makes a lot of sense. How about sending the estimate by, by, uh, by email and, and that type of thing? Not only is he doing that, I think he's been doing that for a while anyways, rather than, you know, me, I wanted, when I was doing estimates, I wanted to get a down payment that night. For the habit, you know, so I, I get it. I, I just wanted to get a yes and a down payment. Yeah. Where he is more, I'm going to take my time, send a nice email, you know. To me, it was all a batting average, you know. Oh, yeah. I got, got a hit. Yep. I was all happy about that. Got some money. Well, he's uh he's different when it comes to that. Listen, you you had a habit, you had a support. I get it. So, <laughs> uh, you know what? It's funny that we've talked about this before. Um, I never I never gave uh, uh prices right on the spot. I never did. Um, I I did a lot of my best thinking as I'm driving to the next estimate or driving home. I'm I'm running through all these scenarios in my head. I I was always scared to death I was going to miss something. Um, once my gives, when I, once I give someone the price, that's my price. No matter what happens, I would never go back and ask for more money. I just would never do that. Um, but I don't know if I would do that in the, today's day and age where th things move so much faster. And, um, I felt like I was, I mean, I, we were, we referred on every job that we were on and I felt like that was, you know, I didn't need to get back to them right away. I mean, they, they, they trust me and I'm, you know, I, I didn't feel that sense of urgency. But in today's game, I don't know if I would be like that. I, I second guess that sometimes. And I think that uh, it's just a, everything moves at a faster pace. So I may be more inclined now to uh, to give the estimate uh, on the spot, whereas I wouldn't before. But it's personal preference. I think, too, it all depends on the job. You know what I mean? If you're measuring out an 800-foot sand job on a raised ranch, I'm probably going to leave the estimate behind and try to get some money out of you and lock, you, lock a date down. Really? But if there's, you know, installs, things like that, maybe uh, I might do it a little differently, but. Yeah. You ever, you ever, if you ever missed a job that you thought you were going to get and then um, 
you know, some guys will call after they send an estimate, they don't hear from them for a few days and listen, uh, I hope you got the estimate. Do you have any questions, that type of thing. But um, you ever miss one and, 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 and call and find out why? I was always amazed that I wasn't hired on every single job that I gave yep. a, a price yep. for. You and me both. It just absolutely blew me away. I would, I would rack my brain like, what is wrong with these people? Yeah, I never wrecked why my wouldn't brain. They want, why wouldn't they want me? Yeah, I never wrecked my brain worrying, but I always thought poor judgment on their part, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I thought better of them, but um, I never, I never, if I missed a job, I never, you know, some guys will do that. They'll call back and say, listen, um, you know, we gave an estimate. I, I mean, you went with somebody else. Was there something we were missing or blah, blah, blah. I never did that. I never, never that wasn't my style. I'm not saying it was wrong or right. And maybe it's sometimes it's good to get feedback. Um, but that just out of curiosity is why I asked you is all. But uh, wait, no, I never, I, never I would never call up and say, hey, you know, why didn't you go with me? Never. I was just blown away that they wouldn't. I mean, you got a shot at having Rob Johnson do your floors. Exactly. Yeah. You Are it. you kidding me? Yeah. It, and I would always say, oh, somebody must have come in at half of my price. That's yeah. That's the only reason that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you ever drive by the job when the, when the the week the job was supposed to take place to see what whose van was parked out front? Rob? Uh, no, I never, <laughs> never. <did. laughs> Once they said no to me, they were dead to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't. Uh, no, yeah. it was yeah. no. I never did that. Did you? No, no. It's like begging. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. They already showed me they have poor judgment. Why would I have? Why would I want anything to do with them? I'm not a beggar. <laughs> I don't need you. All right. What else in this in this this new normal? And I this hope new this is normal. I think there's you know I hate to sound morbid, but there could be some upsell opportunities. People are in a different frame of mind, and I think uh, you know the Green Guard products, air quality, all that stuff just gives you another reason. To go down that route when you're on that estimate, talking about Green Guard and Green Guard Gold certified products. You know, and um, I, I think it it I think it is a great selling point. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I I think it you know people are looking for that. Frankly, people want that. They want that in their homes. They're spending more time inside their homes. They got kids crawling around on the floors. They're pets. These these houses are closed up tighter than ever before. So why wouldn't they? I mean, when we come out with greater and better technology, I think it's it's time to embrace it. So I 100% agree on that. What do you have on the adhesive end that they could talk up to an owner? I mean, I mean for sure the zero VOCs, the Green Guard certified is a huge one. It, with it, all of our products that are Green Guard certified, that is a so much goes into getting that certification, and it's tested against like 10,000 different chemicals and stuff. So it's good. It's a great story for for good reason and. Uh, uh, you, you know, as our company is how, how, how much work goes into that with our, with our chemists and everything to get them certifications. I absolutely think it's worth talking about. Zoom meetings. I, I got mixed feelings about this. I think Zoom meetings are good for maybe the uh, a conversation after the estimate. So you're not having to go back or what have you. But, um, you know, I want to see the floor. I, I just I, I don't feel comfortable on any bid that I that I don't put my eyes on it or or someone that works for me hasn't looked at the floor. I think there's no I I um the thing about the Zoom meetings I didn't think a Zoom meeting could work for an estimate at all. I uh, I just don't feel comfortable. I don't think any 
contractor would feel comfortable. Maybe they would. I mean, there's a whole new generation of people out there. But the thing I like about Zoom is exactly what you and I are doing right now, being able to talk and look at somebody. So on that post follow-up, once they get the estimate, I would, I think I'd rather talk to them on Zoom just so you can see them, maybe get a little facial expressions and everything. You just, I think you just get a better read sometimes. But I don't know about Zoom for the initial estimate. You know what? I, I've, um, to the contrary to that, I have heard contractors that are doing it on, on Zoom and, and, it, and being very successful at it, and it's working for them. So, you know, maybe they have a formula that, that um, a criteria that they can set forth and, and make, you know, they have a come to a meeting of the minds and they understand, you know, uh, maybe it might change when they get there and see such and such. But I, I know there are contractors using this for, for the whole process and it is working for them. Yeah. Well, I, I can definitely see that. I mean, I'm an old timer. So, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm going to have to see something to show me how it works and it does work. Yeah, I agree with that. I think also, you know, it's not a bad idea to, to use disinfectant, as you said, in the trucks, on the steering wheels, everything, you know. Um, oh, there's a whole list that we're going to go through that uh, I got from the NWFA. And it was some really good ideas, too. And I think more of those ideas are something that you're sh sharing with the customer at the estimate. Yeah. Um, the other thing that's going to definitely come up and be a, a feather in your cap is our VAC systems. Yeah. All our Bonavac systems, GreenGuard certified, the HEPA filtration system. You know, now's a great time to talk about that air quality. Uh, all the traffic products, GreenGuard certified. The traffic HD, GreenGuard certified, GreenGuard Gold certified air quality. So that's the next level of the GreenGuard as like all our Bona Floor Care products are Green Guard Gold air quality certified also. So not only are some of the products Green Guard certified, but they have that next level of certification, the Green Guard Gold. All great talking points during that estimate, showing these people that, uh, you know, you care about their safety. All right. So um, sanitizing all the touch points on the trucks. Yeah, these are some suggestions from the NWFA. I just, uh, I thought these were great. And these are things that I think, like I said before, that we want to be talking to the homeowner about, telling them everything that you're doing with you and your equipment and your crew to keep, to keep them and their family safe. Yeah. Disinfect the trucks daily. Hand sanitizers mounted in the trucks. This can't be the new norm, Rob. This can't be the new norm, man. We need to get back to where we can, you know, we, we, we don't have to do this any, anymore. So, and I, I, you know, every day it seems like it's changing and there's progress being made. Uh, so it's social Do me a distancing. favor, though. Do me yeah. a favor. If you're out there and you're putting those hand sanitizers in the truck, make sure you keep them filled. Yeah. Is there anything more annoying to you? Like if you're in an airport or something and you go to use the hand sanitizer and the thing's empty? I want to I want to punch it off of the wall. Well, you should. Um, here's the thing. Maybe too. that's what we should start doing is just destroying these ones that are always empty. I went to a store the other day, and first of all, you got to touch the 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 the, the, the dispenser. 
the dirty it's phone. Every, which everybody's touched with a dirty hand, right? Right. So I did that, boom, it's empty. I go the next one, boom, it's empty. The next one, three of them. Uh, now I've, 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 I've infected myself three times over for no sanitizer. You now have the black plague. Then, then you've done everything right. You got to run your credit card through there and you got to hit okay with your finger. You know what I mean? This is this this plan is not bulletproof. So it's crazy. Good. But, I'm glad I'm hey, not the only one who thinks that about those freaking no, empty no, hand sanitizers. Yes. And your son's your son's the the sanitizer thing he has. It's actually hand sanitizer in there, right? It's just it's not water. After it ran out, he put water in there. After that, sugar water. Sugar water is going to do the same thing as alcohol sanitizer. Yeah. All right. Taking workers' temps. I don't know. I, I know you got to do it and everything, but I can see some workers just heating their heads up or whatever they can do. Oh, I can't can't go in today. I've got a hundred and one. What What are those thermometers that you can you can now you you can just you know just touch your forehead with them or something like that? You don't have to put it on your tongue. There's the ones. That, isn't there like a well, There's yeah. the point and shoot, the, yeah. the not the untouchable where you yeah. don't touch. You just point it in somebody's eye. You gotta it. make you, you gotta make the guys do that first thing in the morning though, because once a guy's been on an edger for two hours, oh god, you point that he's probably 106. He's up to about a buck twenty on well, that, that one. That doesn't count. Masks and gloves, hundred percent of the time. Masks and gloves. Masks and gloves. Good call. One of the ideas that the NWFA had, which I thought was a really good idea, is the reusable. The reusable masks and gloves. You know, the big rubber gloves, something that you can – so you're not just tossing gloves all the time. You can disinfect the gloves and not be throwing yeah. out tons and tons. Yeah, good call. I think you had mentioned this one too, sanitized touch points on all the equipment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a lot of these things we're going to be doing at the bonus schools too. We didn't realize it at the time, but back in the day when we were running Kavanaugh nailers, we were the first social distancers. Um, <laughs> and, and there was no touch points. You touch another guy's Kavanaugh nailer, and there was going to be a fight. And I, I kid you not. I mean, you would never let another guy run your tool ever. I mean, my brother was left handed, he hits that gun differently than I hit it being right handed. And everything makes a difference. Them tools were so set up, specialized that we would never, you would never hit it, use another guy's. Uh, and now it's your now now it's your excuse. Now you want anybody using your tools? Well, it's not just because it's that. It's a health reason now. To be honest with you, it was always a health reason with me and my three brothers because it'd probably be a fight. <laughs> a different kind of health reason. Well, Wayne, I think all of everything that we've been talking about, you should list us on your website. Or it should be on your handout pre-estimate. So something that you send, just like you said, send it out to the homeowner. And in that same sentence, I like your idea too, is, is there anything else I can do to make you feel comfortable with yeah. me coming in your home? I think that's the most important thing. I think, you know, you, you have them, let them understand you care. And, and, you know, you set the rules, you know, I mean, you're paying us, it's your home. It's, it's your, it's your family that's in here. You know, obviously, we, our interest is protecting our guys too. Let's not let's not get that. Let's not forget that. Um, if Everybody, you guys, yeah. Right. If, you, if you have anybody sick in the house, we don't want to be there either. You know, our guys are are you no. Know, that's that's our livelihood. So, but yeah, I think all really good points, Rob. As we said, um, you know, a lot of people are starting to open up more. And um, 
want to make sure those homeowners feel comfortable. Want to make sure you guys feel comfortable. You have a program and uh, and that we can uh, all kind of get back to what we do. So you know the other thing I was just thinking. Um, we're always talking about how this is a brotherhood. Floor guys are a brotherhood. If anybody out there listening um, has is doing something different, or they found something that's worked for them that you think could help another brother out during this time, boy, let's let's hear your ideas. And it's a great time for everybody to start sharing what they're doing and helping yeah. everybody out, helping each other out. No, because I I know one thing: there's going to be plenty of work for everybody. Like I said, Bum is just swamped with calls. He is, his eyes popped out of his head when he was telling me how many calls he's had. He was just blown away. So, yeah, good deal. Um, and we know some guys have already been working in empty homes. The rules are the rules are all across the board, you know. Uh, and my brothers, even in California, uh, really didn't miss a lot of time by working in homes that were that were empty, or they would have uh, one trade in at a time, where you could, you know, if the electricians were there there couldn't be any other trades in there. Um, so, you know, there's, there's, there's ways that guys have been able to work. And listen, man, these, were, these are by and large small businesses that have families to support and what have you. So yeah, you have to balance. I'm, I'm not suggesting we do anything that, you know, that's, you know, we want to make sure we're doing the right thing for, for everybody's sake. But uh, as we do continue to get out there and, and, and go back to work, or these are some, some ways to kind of keep everybody safe and uh, help your businesses prosper. This has been another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. Please stay tuned for another episode.